Abandon all prejudices, all ye who enter here. Park your paradigms. Perk up your ears and open your mind as we now shine the laser light of reason on the topic of Did the CIA kill President Kennedy? And other fantastical revelations and predictions. Hello, I'm David Bolton, and welcome to my podcast channel dedicated to helping people think more clearly, make sounder judgments, avoid superficiality, and above all, to unceasingly question instead of naively accepting what others want us to believe, for this is the path of Socrates. My friend Michelangelo, are you there? I am indeed, David. Uh, how are you doing? How was your Christmas? Uh, it's it, uh, hardly noticeable because I'm in Japan <laughs> and, you know, here it's a pagan, well, not really pagan, but it's a heathen country. <laughs> but you, you and your wife celebrate a little, don't you? Well, yes. We have a manger that somehow somebody oh, okay. gave us. It's really simplistic, modernistic looking flat. It looks like a kid's toy or something. Well, we put that up with our little animal collection and uh, have fun <laughs> doing things like that. And yeah, for me, it's all the childhood memories of Christmas, but she doesn't share in those. Yeah, sure. If you know what I mean. You know, she doesn't yeah. really share in those. So it's kind of, she said, well, for me, Christmas is over before it starts. And I, I say, you're a Grinch. <laughs> but then I'm one too, as anybody listened to our Christmas episode knows, uh, you know, what, what can you do? But uh, no, I always get a, a warm, fuzzy feeling at, at Christmas. And it, it was fine. It was peaceful here, just the way we like it. Calm and peaceful. Yeah. That's the way we always like it, really. And if we need any, you know, big turmoil, then, then we could just have a fight, you know? <laughs> so, so we, sure. And we don't do that, really. But you know what I mean. It's you can no, always... no snow in Tokyo for Christmas? No, here it's funny. I live you know, outside of Tokyo, but the way it is here, we're in the, what, uh, it's 34 degrees northern latitude. Yeah. In America, what would that correspond to? One of the Carolinas, I think, in maybe South Yeah, Carolina. it's a bit further right. south than New York. Yeah, yeah. right. So mm -hmm. you don't get uh, that much snow. It might snow every two years here. It was, was it last year or the year before? One year is like maybe six inches. Now. That was exceptional. It's melted oh, wow. within four or five days. But yeah. I do remember there's a lot of snow. I was going out shoveling a few times, and uh, and we have no shovel because you know there is no snow here. I just had one of the uh, wh what's it called when you sweep up dirt and you have a little dust pan, right? Uh -huh. So I had to bend down the whole time <laughs> using that to scoop up snow. <laughs> it huh. was painful, but I have a good back, so it really doesn't bother me. Otherwise, would have back problems. I love it when it snows because you know how. It's not only beautiful because of the whiteness, but the snow absorbs sound. So even a passing car, you don't notice it as much. I always thought that was so beautiful. Yeah, sure. It uh, really. Yeah, well, we had we had bitter cold for Christmas. I mean, bitter cold. It was. I think it went down to twelve Fahrenheit. You know. Uh, well, Fahrenheit. Was, I'm thinking centigrade. I'm thinking well, that's not bitter. <laughs> it's yeah, for yeah. me. It's cold. But well, twelve. Well, yeah. Fahrenheit. Yeah. That's, yeah, but it was pretty cold. But you know, but prior to that, we had two days of rain. So we never got any snow, and we oh, haven't had any at all this this year, which is always a big disappoint, disappointment to me. But but my old stomping grounds in Western New York, they've gotten <laughs> clobbered by winter storm Elliot. They've got forty three inches of snow, I think, in oh, well. recent days. Yeah, but uh, but not here. Not well, you're here. just lucky that New York's you know left the city because if we're right the city. Yeah. They would have used, you know, the, the the evil ones would have used weather technology to bury New York City and, you know, like 20 feet of snow. So, <laughs> oh, you think, oh, you think they would have done that? Okay. I think, uh, I think, I think they, they might have been capable. The Remember Texas? 
uh, what, 2021, where people were freezing to death. I mean, okay, it was oh, February, yeah. but it was Texas. And a few yeah, months later, yeah. how in the very leftist Northwest, how people were just dying of the extreme heat like never before. Nobody yeah. can tell me that wasn't weather warfare. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, it was like you know the the left does it to the to the right in Texas, and then the other side thinks we're gonna we're gonna retaliate a few months later in the in the Pacific Northwest. But that's another topic: the the weather manipulation. You know, yeah, some people yes. think, oh no, that doesn't exist, and I'm thinking. Where have these fools been the last 70 years? Because we had, yeah. you know, uh, seeding the clouds for rain back in 1950s. They actually think they didn't they didn't continue with that topic so they could beat enemies in the future, you know, by inundating them with rain. They really think they just gave that up? Well, but, yeah. but now we're into the conspiracy realm, which is perfect for this podcast. Yeah. Did the CIA kill President Kennedy and other fantastical revelations and predictions? Yeah. So that was, that was uh, quite a, a uh, provocative uh <laughs> tidbit of uh, information that suddenly became available to the public for the yes, first time. Yes, thanks to Tucker Carlson, Carlson. <laughs> we yeah. say in unison. Yeah. Uh, yeah, would you like to tell the people what happened there? Sure. I mean, I, 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 you know, obviously as a, as a person who might be, you know, tarred with the brush of conspiracy, conspiracy theorists, I've certainly been convinced for many years that, um, uh, it was there was a conspiracy to kill uh, President Kennedy. Um, the the whole single bullet theory that was brooded <laughs> about by the uh, the Warren Commission is utterly preposterous. And, well, the Warren uh, Commission itself, if you look into the background of those things, but we won't get into those things now. I mean, specifically, yeah. Tucker Carlson, tell the people what he said. Well, he said, I mean, it was a very short little snippet, I think only about six minutes, and he basically said that a a, a source from the CIA, who he did not reveal naturally his name. Yeah has come forward and said with that unequivocally that the CIA was involved in a conspiracy to, to kill JFK. Yeah. And now and, just the weight of that. Yeah. When you consider it, of the, what thousand books been written about death of Kennedy and half of them are saying it was only one lone crazy gunman, only one lone gunman. And now we have the most listened to commentator in any American news, Tucker Carlson reaches millions every night saying could it be that the CIA killed President Kennedy? Of course, he knows that already, I'm convinced, but that's another <laughs> thing. Uh, that yeah. he's coming out and saying, yes, now somebody from the CIA, of course, it has to be anonymous because they'd get rid of him quickly. Otherwise, yeah. he's saying, yes, the CIA was behind it. What that means. Can you imagine if you were an author of a book saying that was only either of us, what, and this comes out, I think, oh, my God, my book's not going to sell anymore. My book's totally <laughs> superfluous now. <laughs> right, right. But what does this imply and mean on a larger scale? Tucker Carlson himself comes out and says this, this thing that for years was just a weird, stupid conspiracy theory. And now it is entering the mainstream. I mean, yeah, really well, mainstream. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a, a chink in the dike of, uh, in the firewall, you know, of, of denial uh, around this whole thing, and yep. of course, what it what it immediately calls into question is is essentially the the whole fabric of recent history. I mean, if something that is so fundamental to the American mythos and not in a good way uh, is suddenly proven to be a complete and utter fabrication, then this basically calls into question any received knowledge that we have about any event of any significance. If, Very you know, well if, put. 
Yeah. You know, <laughs> and let's, let's go down the list, you know, nine 11, uh, the killing of his, of his brother, you know, Martin Luther King. I oh, mean, yeah. the, the, the legion, the events are legion. And we have to now question every what about the trip to the moon, the trips to the moon. What about that? Oh yes. The trips to the moon. Ah. <laughs> yes. Now, of yes. course, uh, one could also say, well, yeah. And the earth maybe really is flat. Let's yeah. make it, let's draw a border here. People, yeah. the earth is not flat. And I know there are people that I value. I know one guy, really nice guy, very good person. He believes the earth is flat. No, the earth is not flat. <laughs> now, if evidence is shown that it is, I can turn on a dime. But no, there is no evidence the earth is flat. The evidence of those flat earthers put forth is ridiculous. I've seen it. It doesn't hold up even to me, let alone to a trained scientist. Uh, so we, we'll draw a line at such things. But Whenever crimes are committed, and of course the Kennedy killing obviously was a crime, and and covering it up as they did, who was really behind it, is another crime. Whenever crimes are committed, you always say, what's the possible motive? Yeah. For example, for the flat earth, why would for hundreds of years the people in power be lying to us that the earth is – it doesn't serve them. What, what good does that do them? <laughs> it really doesn't do them any good whatsoever to push yeah. such a stupid narrative. But with the killing of Kennedy, yes. I mean the same President Kennedy who had said a month before in October 1963 he hated the CIA. He knew of their crimes. He said, I'm going to what break them up and destroy the pieces, scatter them to the winds. And a month later he's dead. Well, gee, yeah. you know, when, when you hear that the president wants to destroy your entire organization, which means you're all out of a job and you're a bunch of murderers anyway, the things you're doing in other countries, killing foreign leaders, well, I'd say, I'd say that's a motive. Yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. Not being Sherlock Holmes, but I'd say that's a motive, you know. Well, when RFK Jr. heard, I'm, I'm, I think you probably know this, David, but when RFK Jr. heard, he, he basically said that that the the killing of his uncle was a, a coup d'etat from which the United States has never recovered. Well, yes, and, and RFK Sr. He never believed yeah. it was only Lee Harvey Oswald. He said to friends of his, I know other forces behind this, and if I'm elected president, I'm going to use all the possibilities of my office to get behind who killed my my, my brother, Jack. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, did they want him to get to be president then? No, they didn't. And looky no. there what happened. He was yeah, killed look too. Yeah, at that. Yeah. Gee. Yeah. Uh, he never believed that it was uh, one man. And of yeah, course, know. his son knows. Of course, these things get around. Of course, his son knows that, that there yeah. are other forces behind it. And yeah. one of those forces, the CIA, I mean, with the FBI was involved, also possible. J. Edgar Hoover hated the Kennedys, too. I think it was more a CIA thing. But none the, and the mafia could have been involved. Maybe you know one of the hitmen they had was contracted sure. with the mafia because the CIA did that. They would hire mafia people. Oh, he's a good hitman. Well, let's get him to send him to uh, the Bay of Pigs. You know that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, and according to certain sources I've read, you know JFK was Tom Ketting around with someone connected to Sam Giancana. You know who was one of the big mob people. Yeah. Here, here it's a, it's a negative York, side of JFK. I, I mean, he put his own. Uh, the the stupid risk. things he did, you know, with women. He he would have uh, one time some CIA man comes in by swimming pool there by White House, uh, or in the White House, whatever, and he sees or wherever they were protecting. It might have been in some other I don't know where they were at the time. But there's JFK, there's RFK, not with their wives, with two young beauties, you know, romping in the swimming pool. And these yeah. people had not been vetted. These could have been Soviet agents with some kind of poison pen, you know, to stick them in the neck or whatever. Uh, the yeah. Kennedys were really so dumb in that respect and so irresponsible that they were there having, well, 
they weren't having sex that moment, but obviously they were at some other moment with these girls. And, you know, yeah. just first of all, they're committing adultery. And the fact that they both can't be, oh, we're Catholics, right? My grandmother voted for JFK. Oh, yes, he's a good Catholic boy. Yeah, right, Grandma. <laughs> uh, first of all, there's that hypocrisy, which we see with Martin Luther King as well. Won't get into that now, though. Uh, yeah. But uh, on the other hand, they were putting their lives in danger and also putting themselves in a position they could be blackmailed. In other words, some big thing happens. The Soviet Union says, we know that you were constantly cheating on your wives. Do you want that to get out? Uh, no, then you, you're going to do what we say. The mafia – the mafia probably blackmailed him because Kennedy let his brother go after as t- attorney general go after the mafia. The mafia hated him then because they had helped him win by organizing election fraud in Chicago. You probably know that story too. Yeah. And so, and the mafia said, "What? We helped this son of a bitch, a son of a gun. <laughs> Don't want to use if in case little babies are listening. Uh, you help this guy get in. We help him get into power, and now he's letting his brother get after us." With the law? Well, yeah. they had a motive for killing him as well, didn't they now? But then, oh, as, as the story sure. goes, they contacted and said, hey, we know that President Kennedy and his brother both had affairs with Marilyn Monroe. You want that to become public knowledge? No? Well, then stop getting after us, because at one point, Bobby Kennedy simply stopped going after the mafia so strongly. They shouldn't put themselves in that sort of position. Now, I think, basically, they're both good men, especially JFK. I think he was a good president. In, in what he was able to do, I think he had a great vision. He was he was a true leader, but he yeah, wasn't flawless. And oh, no. uh, he had feet of clay, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And okay, he was still young, libido, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, but but anyway, uh, nobody's perfect, and he certainly wasn't there. But now that the CIA killed him, what would this mean for American society if the if really Harder facts. It's interesting the way they did it because more documents had been released. Some had been released years ago, and now more have been released, but not all of them. Yeah. And Tucker Carlson said, "Well, why don't they just release all the documents?" And he knows exactly why they don't. <laughs> yeah, sure. because you would say, "Oh, well, every all the principles are dead." You know, what what what's what's the harm? You know, but but of course you have to recognize too that this is a is a conspiracy that is now multi-generational in provenance because every subsequent director of the, of the CIA and probably every president thereafter has known that, oh, of this, course. that this took place. Of so we, it, it really strikes at the very heart of the, of the implicit contract between the people governed and those who are doing the governing as, as if we needed any further evidence of that. Yeah, the but then my question would be, why didn't some president along the line say, I'm going to tell the people the truth now in this speech? It was the CIA who well, killed President Kennedy. Well, maybe did they didn't want that? to be the next uh, person killed with a magic bullet. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> uh, well, but no, if they already released the information. Yeah. If they just they said, we're going to give a speech about one thing, but then they're on the air live, radio, television, and they say, something else I want to mention yeah. There is solid evidence, and it is a fact that the CIA killed Kennedy. They wouldn't be able to stop it quickly then. No, not, not but I think the, the answer to that is that, for example, Reagan. I don't think Reagan was a bad guy, but I think he was probably just convinced by them, hey, if the people lose trust in the CIA, the whole system falls apart. Yeah, well, and they probably said, just... yes, there were some bad elements at that time. I'm sure they gave him some kind of sore story. Yes, there were some bad elements. So, yes, there, there is more to the story that meets the eye, but the public must never know it because then all faith in government will be lost, which it would have been, of course. 
Of course. And so even I as president probably wouldn't have released it at that time just because it would be too big. It's like the UFO thing. If you release all you know, that could be the collapse of religion. So it could be panic in the streets because the masses are as the masses are. And uh, we who know know how they are. (laughs) I'll put it that way. Well, so we have to ask the question then, why? Uh, the thing that would occur to me is that it's it again it's it's another another chink in this firewall you know if people like you and me and 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 many others have have become utterly convinced in the last two years that this um, our trust is utterly misplaced in in our governing institutions and and all you know the associated um, agencies. So, so maybe it's for those who haven't been able to figure that out yet. It's like if they can, if they can take that one little tiny fact on, then perhaps they can begin to grasp the idea. I mean, I think they already are grasping the idea that with Kennedy. I mean, yeah. I know that twenty years ago, if I said yeah. he was certainly killed, it was part of a large conspiracy. There are many more people who would contradict me and say, "No, no, that's not the case." Now oh, there are yeah, fewer. Sure. People yeah, are catching exactly. on, and the majority of people yeah. in America think yes, it was a conspiracy. It wasn't just Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And but then, as I said, for those that who could then incorporate that that idea into their purview, then they might have an, an easier time than accepting some of the the, gro- the gross um, falsehoods that have been engendered in the last two years of this COVID fraud. You know that they might be able to awaken to some of the enormity of some of that when it's presented, rather right. than saying, "Oh well, yeah, oh no, the government would never do that." You know, that's the whole, the whole, <laughs> uh, the whole plan. Do these people which... ever read a single history book in their lives? You have to wonder. No, no, obviously not. Because obviously if not. you have governments, I don't care what country and at what age, governments do all kinds of shady things. They always have. <laughs> yeah. So why would they think? Oh, but our government wouldn't do that. It's kind of like with religion, right? Other yeah. religions are ridiculous, but my religion, well, that's the truth. It's kind of it's so naive that you think, you think what's the matter yeah. with these people? Don't they ever yeah. read a history book and don't they ever stop to think about what they're reading? Or, I mean, yeah. Well, I, I heard a very interesting talk with a doctor named Lawrence Polevsky um, two years ago, right at the outset of all this malarkey, this COVID malarkey. And he, he talked about the idea of, of trauma bonds, that yeah. people who have been you know, are the offspring of, of the kinds of, what's the word I wish you of, dysfunctional family relationships that many of us have where they, yeah. they maybe they had problems with their parents. The, the idea that the, um, the sacred uh, embodiments, you know, of rectitude, you know, uh, that they probably associate with government, the idea that they would betray them on top of their, their already, you know, troubled past with their own parents, you know, is, is intolerable. And so rather than accept such a notion, they retreat into, a, into denial and say, oh, no, it, I, I can't believe that, that, you know, government would, would ha- not have our best interests at heart. You know, they've already been betrayed once by their parents or whatever, one parent or another. And so they, they project that on the wider world and, 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 you know, have this tremendous trust then in authority, right? Because authority would never must always have our, you know, uh, the highest good for people. Uh, yeah, and a certain percentage motivation. of people simply believe yeah. in authority, and it's hard yeah. to get that out of their minds. It might be like an evolutionary thing, even. Yeah, it no, I agree. That, I, I think go, so. Go that deeply. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Wow. Yeah. The, the wake up process is interesting. It's, Tucker Carlson, it was two weeks ago, right? When he mentioned this? Yeah, something like that. It's, like two yeah, weeks. Yeah. it's interesting because when that happened, I said to my wife, uh, just wait. The next, he'll, Tucker Carlson, he won't go much more deeply into this in the like, next few weeks, but he's going to mention some other area of possible conspiracy. And the other day she said, you know, now he's mentioning a whole lot 9-11 for some reason. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? And then it suddenly became totally clear to me. And here's the prediction, because in the title, we promise okay. predictions. Let me make a prediction here, people. Because human beings in general are not flexible mentally, because even when faced with solid evidence, if it's evidence that contradicts something that they believe and it's entrenched in their minds – they won't be able to change their minds quickly. If you present all the evidence, for example, if Tucker Carlson had said, definitely CIA killed Kennedy, more people would have said, oh, that's ridiculous. But if he puts it this way, like, could it be that the CIA killed Kennedy? Then it's opening the door. It's like the salesman putting his foot in the door. You have the, you have the person's attention in the house. Yeah. Uh, and But you have that, and so they're at least listening. And then you're putting that suggestion, it could have been the CIA, because you say it was the CIA, more people are going to reject it because they can't get their minds around, around that idea. Yeah. What? Our own government? Oh, no, this couldn't be, right? What you were saying before. Yeah. So I predicted then, and I will predict now, and we'll see this through 2023, this will be a key year for revelations. But what, the way they're going to do it is this. Tucker Carlson, for example, and he's working with the Alliance, I would say no doubt. 99.999% probably he's working with the Alliance. I won't get into my reasons why, but he is, believe me. So first, he suggests this, a CIA person who says the CIA was behind it. But he acts like it's a big surprise. Could this really be? Almost like a question, even though he knows that it is like that. Because then people start talking about it, but they think if you don't want to believe it, you don't have to say, well, Tucker thinks it might be, but so, but I don't think it is. I predict and it's after a certain period of time, I don't know whether it's going to be more weeks or a few months, he's going to get back to that same subject. After that, they'll release more documents. They get back to, again, in other words, it's going to go from, could this be, to, yes, it looks probable, to, it's very probable, to, yes, this is what happened. But it's going to be in different stages. And it's going to be spaced out. Meanwhile, he's going to get in at the beginner's level, so to speak, at things like 9-11. Start mentioning more 9-11 to get people focused on 9-11. And then say, you know, we just discovered that one of those videos that you've seen from 9-11, the plane crashing in, we examined it. The plane is slicing through the building like cheese through butter. The plane doesn't collapse. How could that be? And you could say, why? I saw that too. I didn't notice that 20, 20 years ago. How could this be? In other words, plant some doubt. So you could say, well, one video was fake, but then it'll be another one. Then it'll be this fact. Then it'll be this fact. In other words, put it out in doses. It's kind of like if you want to murder somebody, because here we're murdering lies, right? The lies of the past. If you want to murder somebody, you can give them a dose of poison. Hey, don't do this at home, people. You'll get thrown into prison. But you hate somebody you want to murder. You can't give them a big dose of arsenic, and they drop dead after an hour. But then it's easy for police to discover what happened. But you can also give them little tiny doses over a long period of time. <laughs> you see what I mean? And then they're going to be just as dead in the end. <laughs> now, here I'm talking about killing lies, right? You give them a big dose all at once and, well, okay, you could say the lie would be ended. But no, people are still going to believe the lie because they won't be able to accept the truth. It's too massive for them. So they're going to – I hope I express myself well. It's going to be for each subject. That's going to be – let me make predictions here again. 
the death of Kennedy, the death of Robert Kennedy, probably the death of Martin Luther King, uh, the moon landing, the supposed moon landing, the Charles Manson family murders, uh, 9-11 as well. What else should we throw in there? Oh, how about the Sandy Hook shootings where these 20 poor school shootings yeah uh yeah uh, a number of them Uh, well sandy hook is representative of a number of them i will predict that we're going to see that practically all of them are revealed to have been false flags and are not what they seem to be yeah call me a crazy conspiracy theorist let's talk again next year and in two years and you will see it's starting sure. now with the most obvious where even the majority of the people believe there's a conspiracy behind kennedy with the moon landing, that's not at that level yet. But if you read the book by Bart Sibrell about the anomalies with the supposed moon landing, you'll see immediately if you have an open mind, oh my God, the guy's right. We never went to the moon. Now, anybody listening that thinks that's too far out, let me just say the following. We have it on record that I've seen three modern-day astronauts saying, because of the Van Allen belt, we can't go past that because of the radiation. But someday we'll be able to get past that with special shields, and someday we can go to the moon. Three astronauts, modern-day astronauts saying that, don't they know we went to the moon? No, they know we didn't go to the moon. Yep. They know we didn't go to the moon because the question is, you know, back then they said, uh, will we get past the Van Allen belt looking for the weak spots in the Van Allen belt? Well, why couldn't we do that today? Why couldn't they have done that 10 years ago? The Chinese say in 15 years, we'll be able to go to the moon with their technology now that's much more advanced than we had. Why can't they go to the moon next year? Because they know they can't get past the Van Allen belt. I just want to say that in case some people are thinking this is all just baseless conspiracy theory. No, no. We're going to see that the moon landings were faked. I predict that. I don't know whether that's going to come out in 2023 or 2024. In the next few years, that will come out. But it's it, my main point here is it's going to be dosed. It's going to be a little of this and then a little of that. And then not just Tucker Carlson saying, but then maybe somebody on CNN even. Could it yeah. be that the CIA killed Kennedy? It's going to be little by little because that wakes the people up gradually. It's the difference between the way they wake you up in the Marines and the way your mother woke you up tenderly as a child to go to school. <laughs> you remember that? I was never in Marines. My father was. The way they wake you up there, you know, the sergeant <laughs> comes over and kicks you out of your bunk. <laughs> Get up! <laughs> you know, back then they were allowed to do things like that, right? If he didn't like, just yep. give you a kick and you fall on the floor. A rude awakening. But the thing is, and that works to wake you up. Believe me, that works to wake you up. <laughs> yeah. And in yep. battle, you might experience things like that's why they do it, of course, preparing for battle. But in this case. Uh, if you try to wake up people so suddenly they're going to be in denial, they just won't accept it despite the evidence. And then they have a negative reaction to the evidence. So you give it to them in doses. You talk about this subject and then the subject, this and then subject A, B, C, D, E, and then go back to A and present more evidence. A, B, C, D, and then back to A and more evidence. Rinse and repeat. Each time a higher level of evidence until the great majority knows that, that these things were not as they were told us. Yep. Yep. Little microdoses of the truth. Yes, with the purpose yeah. of gradually waking up the people. And that's my prediction. And I predict we're going to see a lot of that in 2023 slash 2024. I hope we see it all in 2023. But I, I fear that the psychologists behind the alliance, that they know, well, the masses, they need more than one year to digest all these things. So we'll spread it out over three years or something like that. I could take it all tomorrow. I have a flexible mind. If they, if they show evidence, I'll accept it if it's real evidence. You know, what do you think about Martin Luther King killing, though? Because I haven't gotten into that one. 
really yet. Uh, do you have have you seen any evidence that that was also a, a larger conspiracy? Yeah, I, I haven't looked into it, um, so I, I can't say for sure. Because with that one, I usually don't opine because I haven't looked into details. With Bobby Kennedy, it's very clear as a conspiracy. You know, the that mis- mystery couple coming out of the the convention hall there. Mm-hmm. You know about that? There was there was a Cuban woman outside. She wanted to get some fresh air during the convention there in California. You know, when the night he was killed, and she testified, and she was on TV at the time. She said, uh, she said, oh, my God, it must have been my people who did it. I said, your people? Yeah, I'm Cuban. Because a Cuban couple, young man and woman, came out, and they were happy after, after the gunfire, right? We did it. We did it. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a fact. And you can still yeah. look up this, this footage. I, I saw it, you know, uh, not of them burning up, but this woman saying it. And she was crying, yes, they were my people. They were Cubans. This doesn't mean that Castro did it. I think it uh, associated with his death were probably the same CIA elements working together with uh, – uh, uh, what uh, Cubans in exile? It was probably right. the, the so-called good Cubans behind that. But working yeah. for the CIA, they hated the Kennedys because the Bay of Pigs thing. They hated them for years, right? And right. the CIA hated him for years. And of course, his brother was not allowed to be president. In that case, you know, they found more bullets than the, the assassin's gun held. You know, like in the woodwork there. Yeah, you've probably read about that. But with Martin Luther King, I haven't gone into details. Uh, probably it was some sort of a, you know, false flag and and a conspiracy, most likely. But I haven't read about it, so I don't like to opine about that. Another one that I think will be revealed, and this nobody talks about anymore, Vince Foster, the supposed suicide of Vince Foster. I oh, got yeah. into that deeply years ago, and I mean deeply reading all the reports. How many people read the Kenneth Starr report or the Fisk report? They, yeah. they quoted them, certain parts of them, the parts they heard on the news. But how many people read those? <laughs> you read them and poof, it's a different – you look at all yeah. the – Vince Foster did not commit suicide. Yeah. I won't get into it now. That's one of my favorite topics. So I really got into that deeply. He did not commit suicide, but it seems like everybody believes it and they just parrot. Oh, no, but he was depressed. He committed suicide. He did not commit suicide. He was murdered. I'm not saying the Clintons did it. Although it's a possibility. Some people then immediately say, oh, it's those evil Clintons. No, I don't say that because I don't see any evidence that they did it directly. Evidence they covered it up, yes, but not that they did it. But he did not commit suicide. But I think these things will be shown. Vince Foster might be last because many people don't even know who he is these days. You know, they were yeah, I know. They've they forgotten. Uh, but uh, do you have any predictions to add to this? Or how do you see the, the developing of events as far as revelations are concerned within the next Well, year, I mean, I think it's interesting because wasn't it that Trump that said at some point that they were going to release all of the the documents uh, about the, the Kennedy's uh, matter and then that sort of just kind of fizzled out, yep. you know, and then, yep. and then the Biden administration said something or other to the effect, I think, which you already mentioned, that they were going to release some of the documents, but not all the documents. So it, <laughs> yeah, uh, as far as that's concerned, yeah, they say, and you, you see, oh, more information on Kennedy death, what, what, December 15th was released. And yeah. uh, uh, because President Biden said it wasn't President Biden, it was really President Trump. Let Trump, me, of course, let me tell yeah. you, it wasn't yeah. President Biden did that. He wouldn't have the power to do that. And why would he do that if he's in league with the deep state? Why would he want to reveal any secrets of the deep state? I mean, it makes absolutely no sense. But Biden is not really president. I just want to say that in every episode so that people challenge it. And so then I can present the, the hard, hard evidence that some people just have trouble accepting even when they hear it. 
this is one thing that probably won't re be revealed in 2023, <laughs> I'll say, that Biden was never president. I think they w might have to wait years to reveal that. Although some people might be able to figure it out, and if not figure it out, they might then admit it. Uh, you know, we're standing at the threshold of changes in the world such as never been seen before in all of history of humanity. So hang no. on to life, people. Even you say this gives hope even to the suicidal. Oh my God, life is so boring. I haven't go on. Look, if I were suicidal, which I'm not, but if I were, I think if only to see what's going to happen the next few years, I want to live, because it's going to be really biblical. And I say this as a non-organized religious person, but it's going to be biblical. It's going to be absolutely monumental. The changes we see. Some have already been here, uh, and people don't realize uh, how the good side is winning. I have to remind them of things. If you remember just a year, year and a half ago, how we were worried that they might introduce forced vaccination and come to your house and force you to be vaccinated. Remember that? I remember very oh, clearly. Oh, yeah, there was talk about that. Yeah, and yet yeah, now nobody's afraid because now it's not happening. The very fact that that's – even in Australia, they're not talking about that anymore. The white hats are winning. The good side is winning this war, and I see it so clearly. So don't let them fool you. And I know they do even on Fox News, even on conservative. Oh, look what's happening. And the left wants to do this, wants to do this. But if you look at the development of things, it's so obvious that we're winning. But still, it's a question of waking up more people so they still have to put the fear porn out there. That, that is the good guys, too. You know, it's not really mainly the bad guys. People think, oh, look, they're doing this. And half of Holland has to kill their cows. And, and they want us to eat bugs. People wake up. If you were a deep state strategist, would you be saying, yes, what we need now is to tell the people to eat bugs and we're going to kill half their cows? Would you be doing that? Is that going to gain you popular support? No, <laughs> that's going to turn more people against you, which means yeah. all these things we're seeing of, oh, look, the left is doing this and they're doing this. It's not coming from the left. Maybe I shouldn't be revealing this. It's not coming from the left. It's coming from the alliance that's at the very least permitting the left to say these things. But it's not the left anymore because they'd have to be morons to do that. This is a war for the soul of humanity. But by that, I mean the minds of people. It's uh, winning the hearts and minds of the population. Operation yep. Phoenix, I remember the Vietnam War. This is what it's about. The side that wins is going to be the side that has the masses on their side. But you don't win the masses by telling them, yes, in the future you can eat bugs. You don't win the masses in Holland by saying, we're going to kill half your cows. <laughs> you don't win the masses by saying, yes, who knows, maybe it's going to be another sickness, so you better get yet another vaccination, even though the other ones didn't work and a lot of people got killed. That's not the way you win the masses. You would do it in a totally different way. And if these things are being done so blatantly, you can – did you see Bill Gates? The other day, my wife showed me a clip. It was – CBSN, some news affiliate of CBS. Did you see that with a woman interviewing Bill Gates? Uh, I think I read about it, but no, I haven't seen About it. vaccines? My wife showed it to uh, me and said, boy, that Bill Gates is dumb because she said, well, Mr. Gates, there's so much evidence vaccines are harming people. And then he makes his wild hand gesture. Well, you know, the FDA well, – you know, the – uh, the FDA uh, looks at things like that uh, and, uh, well, they take that seriously. He looks like a total idiot. Yeah. And I just laughed about she said, and my wife said, isn't that terrible that Gacy's so dumb? And I said, wait a minute, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, let's think about this. And I'm going to tell this story just so people know how to analyze these things. 
Bill Gates is one of the, let's assume he's one of the evil ones. And there's a lot of evidence for that, right? It's a reasonable assumption, I think. And let's assume that what we're seeing as Bill Gates is really Bill Gates, right? Let's assume that's yeah. really Bill Gates. He sort of looked like him and sort of talked like him. Let's assume that's Bill Gates. And let's assume that he's he he put in, uh, what, what did he invest in vaccines? Uh, 10 billion or something like that. But he he jokingly said, no, but that's going to, I'm going to get like 10 or 20 times that, you know, laughing. He said that a couple of years ago. So now we have a Bill Gates who's working with the deep state. He knows the vaccines are going badly. My first question is, why would he accept an interview like that? Yeah, that's a... Can you give me an answer to that? Why would Bill Gates, knowing how foolish he seemed in other interviews on such topics, right? And not only he, you could say, well, he just likes to talk in public. Okay. But his deep state friends, you don't think they see that every time he talks, he makes a fool of himself and therefore he hurts their cause? You don't think they see that? You don't think BlackRock sees that? You don't think Larry Fink sees that? You don't think the Rockefeller sees that? You don't think they see that? Yeah. You don't think the deep state sees that every time Bill Gates opens his mouth in an interview like that, he makes a fool of himself and makes their entire cause look bad? Of course they see that. So the question is, CBS then, who is owned by BlackRock, suppose, right? All the media is owned by BlackRock, Vanguard, and these – they see, okay, why would they set up an interview with Bill Gates? That's another question. Why would they even set up with him to ask him about vaccines? Why would they not say, okay, you can interview Bill Gates, but you can't talk about vaccines like they usually do in interviews, like with Trump. They say, this is off limits, don't talk about this. Why wouldn't they do that? Because they can't. Because they can't limit it. In other words, That's right. yeah. either this Bill Gates is not really Bill Gates and he's been substituted. Yeah. And so they do the interview because this is part of waking people up. Or it is the real Bill Gates, and they said, Bill, if you don't want to be executed in the end, you're going to play a role. You're going to play the role of the evil Bill Gates It looks like a fool, and you're going to do that interview, and you're going to make it look like this or that. That's also a possibility. Yeah. Or you have Bill Gates in Guantanamo, and you have the actor playing him. And, and my wife even said, because she's perceptive, she said, look, even the hand gestures he made, he would like touch his nose, all the things that any expert knows he's lying. Just because yeah. even if you don't hear a word he says – the gestures he makes with his hands show that he's a liar. Any psychologist that studies this will say he's a liar. And she said, look, so you can tell he's lying. I say, don't you think that's a little coincidental that not only does he accept an interview in a subject where he can't win, where he has no answers, where he looks like a total fool, where he has no answer prepared. At the very least, you know, if I were Bill Gates, I would have had an answer immediately. I would say, for example, don't you see vaccines? I would say immediately, yes, it's true. Some people have been killed by vaccines. I'll say it honestly. However, if we didn't have these vaccines, 10 times more would have died of COVID. And I would have said it convincingly. Now, that's not true. But in an interview, that sure sounds good. And Bill Gates, this guy who has more billions than I could ever even imagine, he's not that clever to say something like that, even spontaneously. But then once again, why would they let him do that interview? Why would CBS even ask him to do the interview? The alliance is in control, probably of CBS, at least CBS and whatever that is as well. I'd never heard of that affiliate. They're in charge of that. Bill Gates is either an actor who he's playing along with the alliance because he has to. I suspect he's probably an actor, uh, to tell you the truth. And they're telling him, okay, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, you're going to touch your nose so anybody, you know, any specialist can see that you're lying too. And it's so exa- it's so stupid. How could anybody take it at face value that that's really Bill Gates really making a fool of himself yet again when the deep state is fighting for its very existence and they have to win people over? It's a farce. 
I mean, it's a farce, isn't it? I mean, yeah, no, I would have to concur. With, yeah, uh, yeah. Why would they do that? And why would they want to kill half the cows in Holland? Well, I love that one. Supposedly because yeah. of their their flatulence, you know, puts nitrogen. In the, I mean, really, methane, methane. Yeah. And t- start talking about oh, we're going to need more vaccines in the future. At a point where the masses are waking up to these vaccines. Uh, but then they start talking about others. Why would they do that? That's that's the way you alienate all of humanity. But that's what the alliance wants for all of humanity to wake up. That is what is going on now, people. Take my word for it. That's what's going on. It is so obvious. Unless, of course, you simply believe what you see on TV, even if it's ridiculous. Even as Bill Gates gesticulating wildly, oh, well, uh, well, the FDA, and you think that's real? <laughs> I'm not yeah. saying Bill Gates is really a genius because I don't think he is. But I don't, I mean, and I think he's kind of the nerd type. I saw him in Congress 20 years ago. They asked him a question, and for 30 seconds, he doesn't say anything. It's like a retarded person. Yeah. So this guy is capable of such reactions, but then you wouldn't let him do it. You're, the deep state cronies say, you're not going to do another interview <laughs> you know, because this is a fight for the power of the entire world. You don't lose a battle like that stupidly. Yeah. And so, unless you don't have a choice, unless it's uh, you know, unless it's being manipulated, pulling the strings at this point, and that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. For example, Pelosi's husband and that whole thing where he's caught there with a male prostitute. Oh, come on now. Oh, I'm not saying he doesn't do such things. I say yeah, but that that would get out in public so quickly. Da da da. Uh, uh, and there were no security cameras filming it either, and they were hiding this and that. Oh, real everything that happens makes that side look bad. And that cannot be, you know, that's why I've known, I've, I've had the inkling since the end of March 2021. Biden was in office two months and I was saying, I don't think he's president. Because it cannot be that one side makes so many dumb mistakes all of a sudden. It's just not, you know, probability says that that's not going to be. Because both sides have clever strategists, right? So maybe one side wins a battle, then the other side wins a battle, then this. But it's going... <laughs> Both sides do something. You don't see what the one side is doing. It's as if the alliance doesn't exist, right? It's just, oh my God, the, the leftists, they're, they're, dumb, they're, they're going to kill us and, and look how powerful they are and look at Biden and all that. But what's the other side doing? You don't see that. Of course, insiders will tell you Derek Johnson has thousands of photos of National Guardsmen from like one state in another state. But as National Guardsmen, this is illegal normally. It's only legal if the National Guard has been federalized. <laughs> then they may act in all the different states, as Eisenhower did. Remember the segregation issue in the 50s? He federalized the National Guard and sent him down to, I think it was Alabama, right? Was it Alabama? In that case, I forget the state. Yeah, yeah I think so. To enforce yeah. integration. Yes, only the president can uh, federalize the National Guard. And guess who federalized the National Guard in 2018? Uh. Uh, At least in in part, and later more, it was Donald John Trump. It wasn't Joe Biden. And guess what? He also declared national emergency. And guess what? According to law, if the president declares a national emergency within six months, the Congress must deal with and talk about it. They didn't do it. So the national emergency is still in effect. The National Guard is still federalized, things that Trump did, and that's still in effect. And that's why you have National Guardsmen now. There's more movement of National Guard in America than practically ever before in history. You have them traveling, flying from one state to the other, positioning themselves, preparing, preparing, preparing. And Biden didn't do that. Another interesting fact that Derek Johnson points out. Do you know Biden has never said the word Space Force? 
that's a branch of the military officially. Yeah. The Space yeah. Force, not just the you know the Navy and the Army, the Air Force and the Marines and the Coast Guard. It's now also the Space Force. And yet President yeah. Biden has never mentioned the Space Force. Even though, what was it, six, eight months ago, all of the satellite communications in all of the military, all the branches, have been put under the Space Force. Wow. Yeah. The Space Force that's more loyal to, to Trump than to Biden, he created them. He saw which generals are put in place in the Space Force. By the way, people, if you think the Space Force is, oh, because we're planning to go to Mars someday, that's not, yeah, they'll do that too. It's not that. It's taking power away from NASA, that's deep state, taking power away from, from part of the military that was under deep state control. And it's unifying all the satellite communications and the satellite power under the Space Force so that when big things happen, it's not the evil ones that have control of all those satellites and all those space weapons as well. You know, the, the secret space weapons they have that, yes, they do exist. It's the Space Force. These things are so plain if people do their homework. Now, this won't be revealed in 2023, but the other thing, Michelangelo, tell us, let's go down the list. What are all the things, repeat, but maybe add some things, the possible conspiracies that might have existed that could be revealed? Well, I mean, we, we touched on, on some of them. Um, well, I mean, I, I think obviously the, 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 the big one that should be revealed and which is gradually being made available to the wider world is is what's been going on for the last two years with the oh yeah inter international medical fraud oh yeah i forgot to mention that this time <laughs> yatrogenesis um, that's the icing on the cake isn't it or is it yeah. the, the straw that broke the camel's back the, the straw yeah. that broke camel's i mean uh, the camel's back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, no, she's not really responsible for that, you know. She's, uh, uh, well, I mean, we could talk about the role of the, you know, the Federal Reserve and how that's a big scam. Oh, that wow. Goes, that, that goes all, all the way back a century. Now. Make a prediction for us, Michelangelo. We don't even have to use astrology. Make a prediction. Will the Federal well, Reserve exist uh, a few years down the road? I, th I think probably not. I think. It, it, I say 98% no. Yeah. What, what would you give it a pr probability? Because that's. I kind of uh, probably go along those lines. Ninety that high, you would say. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, all there's so much evidence out there that it it is simply uh, you know a, a scam organization that that exists to bilk money out of the average American. Yeah, wasn't you know, Ron Paul saying this like 40 years ago? <laughs> as I recall. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's saying the Federal Reserve shouldn't exist, and nobody listened yeah. to him. Not yeah. Democrats, not Republicans, but he. I hope he lives long enough to see his big triumph there. Yeah, I hope so too. That, that the Federal um, Reserve doesn't exist anymore. What about like the uh, what about the United Nations? What's oh that? yeah, I remember when this all started. I watched a uh, a Zoom talk with um, Dr. Shiva, who was a, a candidate for Congress, I think, from Massachusetts, mm -hmm. and he he pointed out that every single plank of the of the United Nations platform for sustainable development sustainable development mentions vaccination and i thought oh my god how is it that oh. nobody how is oh. it that nobody has seen oh, wow. this you know i mean <laughs> i think i'm gonna faint <laughs> well, yeah. no, i made i made up harder stuff i've never really fainted yeah. in my life but uh yeah, that that all of their noble aims of course they're they're 
really. Oh, my and God. To a certain extent, they're all entwined with the agenda of the Great Reset. You know, I'm getting this- a case of the vapors. And that call- Seriously, even I, yeah. I didn't realize that. It, it, repeat what you said. Repeat what yeah, you said but- before. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm paraphrasing, but I, I remember it quite distinctly because I couldn't quite grasp it. I mean, I took it in, but it was like, well, my goodness. He said that if you look at the the laudable goals of the UN, which are couched in this language of sustainable development, right. that every plank in that platform mentions vaccination as a key aspect. Oh my of, god, that is yeah. tremendous! I'm surprised I yeah. missed that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. If so that, that doesn't make it plain, why would that be that every single flight makes it? Well, yeah, depopulate, yeah. depopulate, 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 depopulate. Oh my God! To destroy that is a bombshell you know? that you've just released here, and it even hits me. I, I'm telling you, as yeah. awake as I am, and I'm not. I can't say it's really surprising, but still, it's shocking. Something like, like in the sense of why didn't people notice that? But there's so many thousands of things. Even I didn't know that fact. Well, I think people are snowed, you know, the the green agenda, you know, we look at it and, and we think, oh, yeah, that's a noble sentiment, you know, the, the idea that we should, you know, be aware that we live in harmony with other, you know, beings and organisms on the planet and that perhaps, you know, we're, we have, uh, uh, what's the word I would use, you know, um, mind to an excessive degree, the natural resources that are available to us and that, yeah. you know, we... But when you really look at what they're talking about, they're not talking about anything of that nature. They're talking about creating a, a neo-feudalistic, worldwide, oppressive um, tyranny in which, what I mean, we've already seen it. We've already seen tremendous amounts of money funneled to the top of the economic pyramid during the two years of this of this COVID fraud. And of course, it's not the first time we've had that kind of thing. It happened in two thousand eight with the the global financial crisis. Oh yeah. You know, and did, they did you basically, suffer with that? Did you lose with that crisis too? Uh, I think we, I don't think we felt the impact of it uh, anywhere near as much. But, my uh, mother lost like I don't know. She had invested wisely, and it, quantity came up like a, almost three hundred thousand dollars, and like in a short time it was down to a hundred thousand. It's like like lost two thirds. Yeah, through yeah. an investment company, she didn't play the stock market herself. Through her an investment company, just like oh, it's all gone. Had two yeah, thirds, it's gone. Yeah. yeah, and who and who paid the price for that? Did the the people that were responsible? No, no. Oh, a lot of those companies out. were propped up, right? With the bailout, they were yeah. bailed out by the yeah, Obama exactly, administration. Yeah. You know? All these so, deep state. Cre- I remember, like even John McCain said, "Oh yes, we even well, we know what he is now. We won't get yeah. into that now." But saying, "Oh yes, we have to bail out these companies." Oh, deep state buddies among themselves, right? Yeah, disgusting. But the common people they pay the big price, and then yeah. some. But so when you when you when you consider the fact, and I think there are a lot of people out there that are aware of it. You know, we hear this high flown rhetoric from from the World Economic Forum about how we should all you know try to decrease our carbon footprint when every one of them are flying into you know uh, Davos, you know, on their yeah. private jets. You know, yeah. and I mean, it, so it's clearly, as many people have said, maybe even David Icke said it at one point, rules for thee, but not for me. So what is that? Right. That's feudalism, right? That means that all the, all the influence, all the wealth, all the power is going right to the top of these, this international coterie of, of you know, multi-billionaires, and that they're the ones who want to be pulling the strings for the rest of us. And, and, uh, and you wonder how much history they read, too, because, you know, I'm watching a movie now 
Les Adieux la Reine, Goodbyes to the Queen. I don't know if you've ever uh-huh. seen that one. It's a French mm-hmm. movie. I'm watching it in French with subtitles because my French <laughs> is not all that great. But anyway, yeah. it's a fantastic historical movie. Maybe one of yeah. the best I've ever seen. I've only watched half of it. And I watch it in parts because of the French. I have to concentrate more. And uh, yeah. it's about a, a young girl who takes care of the library of Queen Marie Antoinette. And it starts on July 14th, 1789. You Frenchmen out there know what date that was. Bastille Day, of course, when they when the common people attacked the Bastille, of course, and freed the prisoners and killed the guards and all of that. It was the beginning of the French Revolution. But it's about in Versailles, all these people there, and, and the rumor is going, what's happening? Oh, my God, maybe the queen has to escape, and she plans to go to Metz. It's like January, uh, excuse me, July 14th and 15th and 16th, day by day, right? It's fantastic. Yeah. But when you look at that, what was the problem back then? Because King Louis XVI, he wasn't an evil person in any way, really. However, in the society, you had a society where you had different classes, different estates, right? And yeah. the aristocrats, they didn't pay any taxes. The church didn't pay any taxes. That was all in the common people. Now, these days, the rich, yes, they do pay taxes, but thanks to things they can write off, uh, IBM, I think it was 1998, they paid no taxes because they had all these deductions, right? So they know how yeah. to get around taxes. Uh, but the aristocrats, they created like a world of their own, a world of beauty and great music and, and fine cuisine, etc., etc. And meanwhile, they were totally detached from the people. But yeah. it got to the point where Marie Antoinette, she set up, you know, that little peasant village within the great park of Versailles. I don't know if you know this. Most people wouldn't know this. She liked yeah. the idea of she as queen, she could go visit her peasants. And it would be like a little village there with a few houses and select peasants there with their sheep and with their crops. And she could give them presents. Oh, look, the queen is coming, says peasant one, right? And it yeah. was a little model peasant village. And then she had the feeling that she was in touch with the people. But these weren't the common people. These were selected peasants put in that situation in like a bubble, in like a Truman Show bubble peasant village. That's yeah. how divorced these aristocrats were from the real people. And so all these murmurings were in the people. You had philosophers like Voltaire, who wasn't an anti-monarchist, but he was pointing out the excesses of the monarchy of the church. And yet those in Versailles pretended it didn't exist, or if it reared its ugly head, they would send out some troops. But then it got to the point where not the peasants, because the peasants don't really start revolutions. It was the, the bourgeoisie. It was the middle class, especially lawyers. If you look right. like Robespierre, he was a lawyer. So many were attorneys that were bitter because they couldn't get into the aristocratic class because they weren't born that way, right? And so they were the movers of the revolution because they wanted more power. They wanted more. Also the merchant class because a French aristocrat socially was not allowed to do businesses, to have a business. Like in England, they could. But in France, yeah. if you're an aristocrat, even if you were impoverished, well, you just sat in your old castle out there in the province and you didn't have any servants, you didn't have money to pay them, and everything was falling apart, but you could not start a business because that was beneath your level. That's how distanced the aristocracy was, from the, right. even from the middle class people. And so the whole structure fell apart. And this is the mistake now of the deep state. They're much more clever than the aristocrats are in how they control us with the media. But sooner yeah. or later, if you create this elite class, and by the way, people, the globalist elites, they call themselves the globalist elites. They use the yeah. word elites. 
Yeah, they don't bother to. Uh, no, there's cloak one it woman, and of... I, it, it, I don't know whether it was a Davos or whatever. She's saying, you know, good and bad news for us, the elites. She said, the, elite, the elites yeah. of the world are more united than ever. But the bad news is the common, the common people, the people, they just don't accept us, and they're objecting us. That really is a problem. And I thought, hey, lady, maybe the problem is that you call yourselves the elites. Maybe you should change your vocabulary there if you want the common people to even, you know, <laughs> smile at you once or twice. Yeah, yeah. That's how distance these people are really from the masses though at the same time they're controlling the masses like a bunch of idiots which they do through, you know, through the news media because they're experts in psychology experts in in mk ultra influencing people's minds through the language they use on tv and the masses are dumb enough to fall for it but yeah. but the but the elite is so dumb that they think that the the clever among us that we're going to fall for it too and we don't and when no. evidence is presented, when you have people behind the scenes like the Alliance working to put out more evidence, there's a number of us who know how to, who know how to wake up, <laughs> so to speak, right? Who can yeah. see what's really going on. And of course, the signs were there before the Kennedy assassination. I've known almost since I was a kid that there was something else behind that. And so, but then when we get together, we, and you've suspected things like that too, I'm sure, for a longer time than just a couple of years. But now, when the war is on, when we stand up and we start fighting as digital warriors, then, of course, the deep state faces a big, big problem. Namely, yeah. that the masses are going to start waking up too. And that's yeah. where they fall. They didn't learn the, the, the real lessons of the French Revolution even. And, and one of the main lessons is, uh, uh, of course, you shouldn't be an evil person. There's, aristocrats in general were not evil people. That, you know, they got their heads oh. cut off. Oh, a bit um, venal. A bit unjustly, yeah, yeah. They were yeah. very distant, and of course, the mistake was thinking we're special, yeah. we're very special, and that was a, not all of them thought like that. Of course, there were good people among them, but so many of them did because that's the way they were indoctrinated and brainwashed, just like the elite today. Uh, Anderson Cooper, uh, who is his mother again? When she wanted the Gloria, Vanderbilt, a billionaire Gloria, Vander, family. Gloria Vanderbilt, right? Yeah, Have right. You the, seen? seen the mansion the poor man has to live in is terrible yeah yeah right yeah, yeah right yeah. but that yeah. deep state creature anderson cooper people like that right but yeah. they have this feeling for the time they're kids they're hypnotized to believe we're special anderson oh, yeah, you're not a sure. normal child you're a vanderbilt you're a rockefeller you're a Rothschild. now it could yeah. be you're a clinton <laughs> uh, that's the yeah. nouveau riche among the elite so to speak right sure, uh, well, you're, yeah. you're a bush you're not just you're no you're one of the bush clan right and these yeah. people that think from the uh, Kennedys too, right? You're a Kennedy. Oh, yeah. Forget the fact oh. that jo Joe Kennedy, the Kennedy father, made his money with yeah. bootlegging and the yeah, mafia yeah. connection. Forget that. But then after a generation, oh, you're something special. We are the elite. And in some senses, they were with their education and all of that. And I'm not saying JFK was a bad person. I'm not saying that. But when you're born into a certain family, especially an older family like the Rockefellers, from the very beginning, you're something special. Hey, the royal family in England. From the time they're born, you're not one of the common people, Charlie. You're one of the elite. And don't you ever forget that. And this is what makes those people who they are. But anybody who thinks that the monarch is the world, they just delight in democracy. Like some people do, oh, yes, we have monarchs around because it's so good for tourism. But of course, you know, they love us, the people. You have to be crazy. These people have been programmed from birth to, to know, just like in Versailles, that we're something special. We're oh, yeah. not like you. You comment, oh, yeah, we'll appear with you. 
in public for the photo op, but then we go back to our palaces because we're not like you. Oh no, we're not yeah, like yeah. you. We're the elite. Even the bloodline. Oh, we, uh, and Prince Charles might say to you, "Do you know who your even great great grandfather was?" I can go back uh, fifty generations because we're some we're special. Our bloodline is special. That's the way these people think, and the way they have to think because of their indoctrination. And it's sure. time people wake up to that. Well, it's interesting too that really who have been the major casualties of the um, of the lockdown lunacy and uh, various restrictions on public life in the last two years, largely the middle class. So there's, a, there's an uncomfortable parallel then there to oh, the yeah. French Revolution, right? Because there are a lot of people in the middle class who are highly educated and who, you know, are also motivated because of what they see happening. They just, many of them, of course, would have to wake up from their collective uh, stupor about the, uh, yep, you're right. about the, about the uh, bioweapons, you know. Uh, yeah, and, and it pops into mind. Do you remember yeah. what they were saying at the time of the revolution and afterwards in history books, why people got so mad at Marie Antoinette? Yeah, sure. She said, let them eat cake. Yes. <laughs> Notice, you don't say, well, because she was spending enormous amount, which she was, her poor husband couldn't control her spending, right? Yeah. Uh, that yeah. was really the main reason. But she said yeah. famously, when somebody came to her and said, uh, but your majesty, majesty the people say there's no, no bread. bread. She said, well, and she really meant that. said, well, let them eat cake. Not even thinking yeah. that cake yeah. and bread are made with flour. And, you know, if there's yeah. no flour to make bread, there's no flour to make cake. But she actually yeah. thought in her bubbled world, well, if there's no sure. bread, well, if there's no bread for me, I can eat just eat cake, right? And so that yeah. was used, you know, back then saying, look, she said we should just eat cake. What do we have now? Oh, my God, there are not enough cows and the crops are failing. What did they say now? Let them eat? Uh, well, bugs. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Now, and if this isn't an alliance joke, I don't know what is. In other yeah. words, this is part of the reality show they're presenting us. I'm sure they've studied their history. And they know, look how people hated Maria Antoinette because she said, let me cake. Oh, let's take it a step further. Let's yeah. have Bill Gates saying, well, you can eat bugs. <laughs> yeah. Don't people notice these parallels? Because no, let me cake, as a kid, I saw that. When I first read of the French Revolution, I always liked to read history. I thought, and I thought as a kid, being naive too, I yeah. thought, well, yeah, I like cake better than bread. <laughs> Chocolate <laughs> cake, it's fine. I didn't think either that, you know, made with flour, you know, that sort of thing. But it yeah, didn't seem uh, too bad to me. But if they had said to me, let him eat bugs, I would have said, where's my Tommy yeah, gun? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I had a toy one. I'm going to go blow him away. <laughs> it should yeah. be so obvious. Why would the deep state put message? Oh, yeah, but look, bugs have protein. They're so good for you. Do they really think the mask would say, oh, great, we can eat bugs? <laughs> sure. Really yeah, you're <laughs> You're going to eat steak and we're going to eat bugs. Yeah, we yeah do they really think, so. think? No, that's from the yeah. alliance. That's, I mean, I'm sure that the deep yeah. state had that plan. We're going to put bugs in their food. But they're oh, not oh yeah. No, I mean, they're, already, they're already, they're already places where they've been rolled out in yes, Australia. But they're not and, uh, telling us that, of course. But that they come out and say no. that that's the alliance with a gun to Bill Gates' head saying, now, Gates, you're going to say this. Oh, I don't think I should say it. Oh, you're going to say it because that's what you were actually starting to do. So now you're going to say it publicly. And you're going to present it like a good thing. Yeah. That's what happened. And not really a gun, to, well, uh, figuratively gun to a head. In other words, at the end of this, either you get life imprisonment or you get the death penalty. Which do you choose? Uh, I think I'd rather have life imprisonment. Okay, fine. And you're going to do this or that. It's either that or he's an actor. 
Because yeah. there's no way in the world that the deep state would be putting out messages like, oh, people can just eat bugs. Look, they're not bad. Have an actress on TV. Look, I'm eating bugs here. Who was that actress that did that? Oh, uh, Angelina Jolie or somebody. Oh, I was think. it? I don't know. Yeah. Look, yeah. I'm eating bugs. They're actually very good. Oh, really? Do they really think the common person is going to say, well, that's an idea. Let's forget steak and chicken or let's forget turkey and Thanksgiving. Let's have a selection of bugs. They'd have to be insane to think that and know they're being controlled by the alliance. Good news, that is, right? Yeah. Isn't it plain? I mean, really? No, yeah, I agree. I agree. We're going from let him eat cake to let him eat bugs. Right. That's right. (laughs) But it's the same. I mean, it's not quite the same because obviously cake is a lot more delicious than than bugs. Yeah. You know, but, uh, but it's the same idea. Maybe bugs with chocolate icing? Maybe that would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. I'm not a friend of bugs. You know, I, I no. don't. Okay, they might be necessary, but I, I just I just don't like bugs. You ever see, like, on TV, they have some kind of nature special and they show, like, a fly but magnified a thousand times? So you see, yeah, pretty, pretty scary. That ruins my appetite for almost a long time. I won't say entire day, but I have to put of course, it out then of my mind the, immediately. Then there's the even, even more repugnant. Uh, Alternative, which was explored in the movie Soylent Green back in the 70s, where, <laughs> which we won't go into. But, but again, I, I hear rumors to that effect, you know. Uh, uh, well, it make, the thing is, it would make sense. Yeah, sure. In an atheist materialistic world, it would make total sense. Yeah, right? I mean, there's certainly there, there have been legislation passed in places like California talking about, you know, liquefying human remains. So why not cannibalize them? Well, you know, Voltaire, one of my favorite philosophers, said something yeah. very interesting. He said, yeah. uh, for example, for a Christian, comparing it to India now, to burn yeah. the corpse, which they do regularly today, even Catholics can do that, you know, cremation, uh, that sure. was totally verboten because you're anathema. not anathema. Yeah. yeah, anathema. Yeah, you're not you're yeah. not going to go to heaven if your body's burned, right? That's so right. you would yeah. never ever uh, consider doing such a thing like they did in right. India, right? Now, in India, they used to have a custom there that when you're, like your mother died, you would eat her. You would eat part of the body. They don't do that anymore, but they used to. The idea being that then you take in part of her soul, you know, the, her life force or whatever, and it's doing Absolutely, homage to her. Yeah. But of course, of, uh, in Christian countries, they saw that's totally barbaric. Yeah. But Voltaire said, look, uh, why is that really so barbaric? The person's dead anyway. And he said, I wouldn't want to do it, but but why would that be totally barbaric? This is a question of just morality and customs. And the truth is, if the human body were to have nutrients, now let me say this, two things about cannibalism. And no, I'm not a cannibal. <laughs> but somebody interviewed like I don't know, 40, 50 years ago, some cannibal, in the, and they said, well, what does human flesh taste? They said, oh, it's kind of like banana. <laughs> you know? Banana. So for, but then <laughs> – then also, some scientists said the truth is, if you were a cannibal today, you'd get poisoned because the human bo- typical human body can contain so many poisons in it because of yeah. you know medical me- uh, what medication and this and that. So don't turn to cannibalism, or you might be in 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 big trouble. Unless of course you breed your own children for purposes of eating them later, as maybe some of these satanic you know deep state people do. I'm just putting that out there, just in case it really is true. Yeah. And somewhere in the world, there are people who do such things, if only because it's a big world, takes all kinds to make a world, that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, the idea of uh, uh, you know eating your dead mother 
No, thank you, first of all. And second yeah. of all, uh, you know, even if it's just a societal thing, well, like, eat, okay, eating meat, if you're a dye-in-the-wool, whatever the term is there, Vegan. vegetarian, like an Indian that believes you shouldn't kill any living being, that sort of thing, any. Yeah. the idea of eating a cow or a pig is just totally, well, for Muslims, eating pork or for oh, yeah. Jews, you, you can't do that, right? And yet for us, it's everyday, it's, it's, just, it's just a custom, right? Sure. Nonetheless, some of these customs are so ingrained within us that to change it would be very, very difficult. Yeah. And whether it's necessary someday to really have, you know, artificially doctored food or whatever, that's another, another question. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I, I so I think we've we've uh, highlighted this idea of of pinpoint revelations of truth. Uh, it, Using this uh, example of of the Kennedy assassination, did you want to uh, discuss the Elon Musk thing as well? No, we won't do that in this episode. We, we talked for about an hour, okay. ranted and raved, okay. and informed, etc. <laughs> it's uh, one hour and one minute. I think let's let's give the people a break. Let them go to some useful, like take a walk, you know, little jogging or whatever. We've taken enough of their valuable time. Nonetheless. Yeah. I don't want to put us down because uh, I think we do get into some interesting stuff. And oh, and yeah. I've noticed people have written to me. Some people are really starting to wake up thanks to the things we're saying. And it, it, it just warms oh, my heart. Yeah. It just warms my heart. Not many of them yet, but none, we're going to reach more. We'll reach more. Oh, Help us so, people definitely. spread these. Send a link to people you know. Hey, this this one, the, the Grinch episode of Christmas, that was pretty funny. Listen to this. That could be getting in their door, so to speak, you know, for other yeah, things sure, to talk about. Because we could use more listeners. Uh, and I'll be saying that even we have millions. I say like, we could use a few more. Right? Yeah. And it's not ego. It's not an ego trip. Because personally, I don't care if I help enlighten one person or a hundred people that, that, that's not the main thing that's just you do what you can right but i think what we yeah. say should be heard by more people to help them to help them do what things like avoid superficiality make sounder judgments etc etc as i say at the beginning in any case Absolutely. i'd like to say goodbye now michelangelo goodbye people yes thank you michelangelo thank you yes, people thank you dear friends for joining us on our little stumble along the path of socrates today <laughs> very well put <laughs> until the next time signing off goodbye yeah. ciao for now david